0: Sluts! welcome back to the SLETReneur podcast. This week's episode is brought to you by The Horny Stoner, my lovely sex shop. Use code SLUT at thehornystoner.com for 10% off your first purchase. You need bongs, you need butt plugs. I'm the plug, girl. (laughs) Go get you something at thehornystoner.com. Mom or dad, if you are listening, please skip this episode. Just please. (laughs) Okay, now that we're past that, let's talk about cam modeling. Webcam modeling, uh, basically being a virtual hoe on the internet, something that isn't talked about a lot, something women are shamed for because it is sex work. Some people think it's not sex work because the girls aren't doing it in real life, but it's still on the spectrum of sex work for sure. Um, It's still a real job and I want to bring light to it. And some of you listening might think, The things I'm talking about are totally disgusting some of you might think the stories I'm gonna share are incredibly empowering uh some of you won't know what to think and a few of you are probably going (laughs) to sign up and make an account after this episode once you know how much these girls are making (sighs) okay so with that being said um I guess I'm gonna say it uh you know, this podcast <laughs> This podcast is a place for me where I can, I feel like I can be very honest. It's like a diary for me. I'm just trying to set the stage to tell you that I was a cam model for m- many years. I and mean, when I say many, I actually just a few years. It, it felt like a long time, but it was one of my many side hustles. I'm really proud of the work I did. I'm proud of the clientele I got to know and love I am so incredibly happy to think about how much it ultimately contributed to my career again it one it taught me so many lessons in the in the way I hustle the way I communicate to customers and I think a lot of us don't really know what our worth is, and I don't mean like you have to get naked and show your body to know what your worth is, but after realizing what someone would pay me for my time, it's helped me be able to say no to so many opportunities that I know aren't worth it. And if I had not gone through this experience, I'd probably still be dragging myself exhausted taking every opportunity underpaying or undercharging myself. So yeah, uh, you may or may not think anything different about me. So what is a webcam model? Let's see. Webcam models appear live on webcams that can be accessed on computers around the world. Men usually pay premium rates for this privilege. So I already know after my panty episode, many of you are going to be asking, where do I sign up? How do I do it? And let's do this together because look, you just, you don't have to ask people everything. You can Google it. So, uh, let's Google, um, it's as basic as we can webcam girls ok I googled webcam girls and the first websites that come up are imlive.com chatterbait.com cam4.com xhamster.com bongacams.com xcammy strip chat cam soda so there you go thank you google for the plethora of websites that if you're inter- interested in doing this you, you can start there uh, so that's pretty much the gist of, like, finding a place. Now, you might be wondering, like, how I got into this because a lot of people are like, I don't know where to start. And all I can remember is my boyfriend at the time telling me how he had a friend who had a girlfriend who Cam modeled, and she made, like, 100000 a year. And I was still dancing at this time, so $100,000 was, like, a Freaking million to me. And before he even, hold on, back up. Before he even told me this, and I got all googly eyed, we actually found, I think we were tra- watching porn one day or looking online for porn, and a live webcam site came up that we just happened to click on. And I'm pretty sure we were talking, like typing to a webcam model. And this girl's like live in her bedroom, naked. And um, I think she was like Swedish or something. And we're watching her and like typing, like, you know, show us your tits, whatever. And she's like, you have to tip me. And I'm like, oh, shit, you know, I got to sign up, make an account to tip her. So we did. And it was really fun. Him and I got to sit there. I remember we were at the kitchen table and basically tell this girl what to do for our pleasure. And we got to do it together. It was kind of like a virtual strip club experience, except you get to see more of this model. But you also aren't like in person, if that makes sense. So, after this encounter happened, me having the brain that I do, I went to bed thinking, I could do that. <laughs> I could do that even better. And this is how I would do it. This is how I wouldn't do it. So, gosh, good times going down memory lane. So, anywho, he goes on to tell me how he knew a guy who knew a girl who did this. And, you know, I thought about it, and I, I guess one thing led to another, and we we had a conversation about it, Um, and I signed up, and he was like, you know, typical, I don't care as long as you don't do anything stupid. You know, we had already built a foundation of trust. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I start doing this, um, you know, in the middle of the night, sometimes, sometimes in the day, random times. And you basically log in and guys can see your cam and they start tipping you and these tips turn into actual cash. So I started getting like real paychecks in the mail and it's legit. Like you have to sign a W-9 for taxes. Like it's real work. And I'm, you know, this is at the time where I had an Etsy shop. So I was already at home shipping out orders, probably like one order a day at this time. Like things were very slow. And in my spare time... If I was like working out at home, if I was taking a shower, anything I do normally, even like eating lunch, I would just have my webcam on and people would be tipping me throughout the day. Now, I know that sounds like really PG, but guys will just tip you for the sake of tipping you. We will get into the juicy stuff, but I just want to kind of paint a picture of what, you know, how this played out for me. So let's fast forward um, before I give you any details as to like how to set up your account and some things that helped me like lessons I learned. But I was really innocent when I started. I definitely gave too much than I was getting in return. So you really have to before you even think about making an account is go to these websites and watch what the girls are doing, especially the girls who are number one, number two, on the website who are making the most money, like the highest ranked girls. And it's like monkey see, monkey do. Watch and learn. Look at their profiles. Look at their menus. Look at how their rooms are set up and imitate what they're doing as close as you can to get to that level. Now, obviously... You want to use your charm and your personality to your advantage. You don't want to just copy someone else's personality, but you want to have some sort of a framework to go by, especially when it comes to setting up your menus like, oh, guys are tipping 100 tokens for this, you know, now I know that's what I should charge. And a lot of the times you don't need to have the hopes of being like the number one girl on the site because this is a huge market to jump into. So sometimes take a look at the girls who are, you know, in the middle or even new girls to kind of get a more realistic idea that you don't have to have lights and a nice webcam. Like you could literally be in a dark basement and have your (laughs) webcam up. I mean, it might not be the best setup, but you can work with what you got. I think a lot of people don't do things because they don't have all the pretty bells and whistles, but I worked with what I got and I made bank. So, and, and just a side note, a lot of people who have asked me how I got into selling panties and dirty clothes, a lot of it came from webcam modeling because a lot of guys would tip and comment and say, hey, you know, do you sell used panties too, or I'll tip you a thousand tokens for your socks. So that is what segued me into selling panties realistically. I just never um, wanted to tell the whole world I was a webcam model because I was like an undercover webcam model. It was like my little secret, which made it even more fun. Like I was telling my friend the other day, there's nothing more liberating than working hard all night, making like a $1,000 from your bedroom, and then sleeping until noon, like waking up walking to go get a coffee. And you're just looking around and like everyone's living this like, very (laughs) square (laughs) lifestyle. And you know, like your coffee is paid for, like the outfit you're wearing is paid for. And, you know, you worked for it. obviously, it wasn't just fucking handed to you. But there's something about you that just makes you feel so special because you're like, no one knows what I do at night. It's it's kind of like how I felt when I was dancing. Um, but it was a, a whole, like camming is a whole lot less taxing on your physical body to an extent, <laughs> you know, you're not wearing six-inch stilettos on a stage all night. I mean, you can still wear your stilettos in your bedroom, but anywho, oh, I get so excited talking about this. (laughs) So I start doing this for a bit. And of course, I couldn't help but tell one of my best friends at the time how much money I was making. I mean, granted, when I first started, maybe I'd be on cam for like four hours and I'd make a 100 bucks. I think 2000 tokens was the equivalent of a $100. And guys were always comfortable with tipping around like 50 tokens at a time. And I'd say every few minutes, every 10 minutes, you know, tokens are generously coming in every once in a while, a guy will come in and tip like a 1000 tokens, and you lose your mind. So I tell um <clears throat> my friend about this. And I knew like, she's the type that would do it. And she's like, Oh, my God, show me. So I get on the website, I log in. And I'm like, this is how you do it. You know, and people start tipping. And Of course, dear God, you know, the guys see two girls on the live chat and they're like, oh my God, like sucker tits and you fuck her in the ass. (laughs) And tips start going crazy and she's like, oh my God, let's do it. And she puts on a cute outfit. I'm in my cute outfit and we start playing music and we're dancing and people are tipping. Um, And, you know, being in an open relationship, I knew – if we decided to do anything for the uh, for the live chat, that my man would be okay with it. You know, it's just business. Even if it wasn't business, he'd be okay with it. So we start camming together like once or twice a week. She has her cam up. I have my cam up. We're both making a generous amount of money. I mean, we're definitely doubling our money since we're together. And we start building relationships with these guys watching us. They start knowing us by name. We start having a calendar as to when we're gonna be on. And it got it got really crazy. At one point, I think we had this client, he was like ex-military or something, and we would do Skype shows for him together, and our rate was I think fifty dollars for a ten-minute Skype show. But if it was 10 minutes of both of us, then, you know, we'd obviously each have to get paid that $50. So in our heads, we were like, we're getting $100 for 10 minutes of our time. And I've already hooked up with this girl before. So like her pussy wasn't foreign to me or anything. And you just have to like, act a little bit more like up your personality. So it's obviously not like a sensual thing. It's pretty much like how porn is. You just have to act like, cause you know what guys want to see, you know, they want that pound town. <laughs> So, uh, you know, we went to like Adam and Eve, we bought toys, we uh, used our outfits um, that we already had in our closets, and then we ended up spoiling ourselves with more. I mean, we'd go out to eat and we just never even looked at prices on the menu anymore. It was like, let's try this. I mean, let's, you know, tipping the the waitress, you know, extra and You just realize like you start to realize how like and I don't know how to say this exactly, but when you have more money, just the opportunities that open up for you. And I'm not saying money buys happiness, but we were definitely having more fun because we had more uh, money to afford having fun (laughs) and it didn't take a lot to make us happy. So translating that into my business life. I won't accept any opportunity that's less than $100 an hour because I know I could hop on a cam and easily make that in an hour with my skill set and experience. So it's it's hard in me to know what I'm worth, kind of like we talked about in that sort of essence. Moving on. Let's see. I didn't write too many notes for this. I just kind of wanted to tell you about my experience. Um, I do want to note that I had, where is it? I ended up buying a webcam. It was a Logitech HD webcam. It's just like a little plug-in. It's got a USB that you plug into your laptop and you can sit it on your Mac, whatever, and you can physically pick it up. It's just a tiny little webcam on a cord and it's HD. So the quality was a lot better and I noticed my tip game was way stronger when I had this camera. I could, you know, put it anywhere basically. And it's $30 from Best Buy. Um, we went out and I got a wireless keyboard, a wireless mouse. That way we could like sit far away from the laptop and just have more of a professional setup. And I always like to cam in the daytime because the lighting was really nice, but you could always use a ring light. I mean, basically what you would do to set up for like a photo shoot or a really nice selfie. You don't have to, but it definitely helps. Uh, but like I said, go into these webcam models rooms, watch what they're doing, easy peasy. And I never promoted myself, but it was, nowadays girls have Twitter, girls have private Snapchats. It's a lot easier to promote your sites and say, hey, I'm about to log on, come hang out with me. But you can also stay anonymous. You can wear a freaking mask when you do this. You can wear clothing that covers certain tattoos. You can put makeup on your tattoos. you can even, on some websites, you can block what states can view your cam. So if you live on the East Coast and you want to block the whole freaking East Coast, you can do that. You know, you definitely want to create an email account just for the cam site, just how we discussed with the panty stuff. You never want anyone to look you up too deeply you know that's fucking creepy so create um a separate email just separate everything you know come up with a really cool alias and have fun with it like it's totally like acting you know when you turn on your cam it's very similar to stripping you just become a exaggerated version of yourself and I definitely learned I needed a really, really fucking thick skin to do this because the second you get on, literally these trolls who come in the rooms and don't tip, they're like, you're fucking fat and ugly. You're worthless. You have daddy issues. I mean, they are ruthless. They pick you apart. And I think before I got too hot on Instagram or TikTok I learned my lesson quick. Any insecurity I had was served to me on a silver fucking platter on the fucking cam modeling sites. So one thing you can do is block. Like, there's different tiers of users on these sites. Like, there's guests, there's premium users, there's new users. So, you know, before you even start, really figure out how the settings work so you can mute people who don't even have the funds to tip you. Um, different things like that are definitely necessary. So I want to talk about the different niches in webcam modeling. You definitely want to promote yourself in regards to what you are really good at. If you have, you know, huge tits, you want to use tags on your profile that showcase that or your butt or your blue eyes or your blonde hair. I mean, Anything that represents you. If you're athletic, um, if you're plus size, if you're a mom, anything, because you want to target the market that is more likely to tip you. So <laughs> when I started cam modeling, guys could clearly see I had a very fit physique. I have really big muscles that runs in my family. So I started to realize that there's a market for guys that want to watch me flex So I added that in my menu. It was like 25 tokens for an arm flex or a leg flex. And I added the term flexing in my bio so guys would come to my room specifically to see that. Um, I got a lot of requests for custom workout videos, flexing videos. I even joined a webcam model site at one point that was focused on muscular, uh, like, muscle worshipping. It's a and it's a whole fetish. I mean, I honestly got became so educated on fetishes in general and it opened my mind up so much sexually, I kinda figured out my sexuality along the way and, and through this journey. Um it was really cool. So another <laughs> talent of mine that I'm just naturally gifted at is burping. <laughs> God, this is just, it's just funnier to say it out loud. So I added the burping tag to my bio. And yes, guys would come to my room to tip me to burp. And same thing, I got custom requests and Skype shows to simply sit there with a bottle of pop and burp my fucking ass off until I thought I was going to throw up. Like, Literally, there would be different poses I would do, like burping with my hand in front of my mouth, or rubbing my belly, or pretending like I was going to gag, and different things I learned and trained myself to do to rake in more cash. I also figured out that I can be very submissive and also dominant, and being a switch like that helped in this career because a lot of my clients preferred one over the other, So some clients would prefer me to be very dominant, and I ran the show, and I would humiliate them, which I enjoyed very much, and others preferred me to be very submissive, and during private chats, they would tell me exactly what to do, and uh, I think that's a plus if that's something you can do. Um, Let's see... I think if this is something you're interested in, it's definitely smart to have a variety of toys to have, you know, a dildo that fits you comfortably, um, a dildo that looks like a real penis. If you're going to lick on it during the free live chat to kind of tease people and allure them to come have a private show with you. That's another thing, you know, the the free chat that's streaming, you don't have to be naked on. And you can only choose if you'd like to be naked in a private show. Private shows, um, it's a promised amount of income. It could be, for example, you know, 100 tokens a minute. So while you are chatting with someone in a private show, the tokens are just rolling in. Or it could be a prepaid show, like on Skype, where they PayPal you money for a 10-minute striptease right before the show and you know it's your price ultimately but that's kind of what i mean when i'm saying private show and obviously paypal isn't a p- safe place to make a transaction they deem this type of work um as violating their guidelines so you'd have to do your research i don't think i can legally tell you how to do that but you can figure that out for yourself. Another wonderful thing about webcam modeling is the Amazon wish list feature. You definitely want to create an Amazon wish list, put it on your profile. You can accept um Amazon gift cards from your customers sometimes your clients will tip you in the form of a gift, and many, many, many of my favorite shoes, purses, and sex toys were purchased by my clients via my Amazon wish list. It's a great way to get new toys, to try new toys, and I'm pretty sure my first hitachi was on my Amazon wish list, and my Hitachi is the only toy, the toy, that taught me how to truly orgasm. So I have to thank my Amazon wish list for that one. Thank you very much. I want to talk about the menu. Again, look at these models' menus, their bios, see what they're charging for their services. So I am on a model's profile right now. And on her profile, she has a tip menu. And let's see, see a lot of these girls are like chilling and bikinis. They're kind of rubbing on themselves. Like they're just enticing guys to do a private with them. You never want to give too much away. Let's see. It's really similar to stripping. It's kind of like when you're giving a dance, you want to go as slow as you can because time is money and you want to give the least amount of effort as possible so you don't burn out. Um, so especially if you do a private show with someone, you want to take your time. You don't want to just rip your clothes off because what are you going to do when you've only been chatting for two minutes, you're already naked and masturbating and you have eight minutes left. Like you don't want to even touch a toy until three or four minutes has passed. You know, you really want to seduce them. Okay. So we are on mystery smiles, whiteboard. She says, welcome to my room. I'm very happy to meet new friends and have a great time. Everyone is welcome. Please be respectful to me and others in my room. I don't get naked in my public room. My rules. Only in true private. Let's talk. Ask me anything. We have the most fun when you talk to me in public chat. Tell me about your day, etc. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Okay. She said, my name is Jenny. You can call me Jenny, Jen, Queen, but don't call me babe, baby, hun, honey, or late for dinner. Okay, I love her boundary setting. It's really key because you're going to get a lot of the same questions and fucking nonsense, so you have to learn how to be very assertive, and I, I love that about this job. So here's her tip menu. Um... Air kiss for 25 tokens. So she will literally blow you a kiss for 25 tokens. Isn't that amazing? Like, (laughs) it just boggles, it it blows my mind that women and, you know, girls talk to guys for free when they could be getting paid to do it. I mean, to each his own. I respect both. But once you get paid to talk to people, it's hard to go the other way. Uh, Play a song request. 30 tokens spanking 38 tokens jumping up and down 50 tokens show you my feet 50 tokens doggy pose 50 tokens Um, 60 tokens to pm me so that means you have to tip her 60 tokens and she will add you as a friend so that you can private message her so she has squats outfit change sexy dance oil um here we go snapchat 200 tokens, so she will give you her Snapchat username for that much. Ooh, I love this one. 4,000 tokens for a day off. Needs to work on my tan lines. So if you, she's literally saying you have to tip her 4,000 tokens and she won't cam for a day. I love this girl. Dream tip, 8,888. So with these numbers, like I said, I think 2,000 tokens is $100. So that day off, you're paying her $200 to take the day off, just for reference. Week off, 10,000 tokens. Holiday in California, oh my god, 100,000 tokens. So let's see. Hey Siri, what's 100,000 divided by 2,000? 100,000 divided by 2,000 is 50. 50 times 100. Is that $5,000? I can't do simple fucking math. I think that is. So tip her 100,000 tokens. That basically converts to $5,000. Um, There's like friend forever tips. So like you can tip her to be on her profile, like your username. So that's kind of what it's like. Um, I just wanted to open another tip menu This girl has like pussy flash, boob flash, Um, tip her to smile, tip her to put a toy in, tip her to take a shot, tip her to smoke a cigarette, tip her for her WhatsApp. Um, She'll come on live for a certain amount. Wow, she's got a day off token too. Jesus, why didn't I think of that? See, had I just looked at a few more models profiles, I would have realized guys could have tipped me to take a fucking day off. <laughs> uh, I could use that. <sighs> Someone should have paid me for that fucking burp. She has a tip me to use my Hitachi live. Um, and this just makes me think about when you are coming for these guys, if you choose to come uh, when you do a private show or publicly. You don't have to really come. I mean, this line of work is only helping you learn how to fake your orgasms more because guys don't know the fucking difference. I mean, maybe a few men do, but let's see. She's got the highest tippers ever in her profile. So someone anonymously tipped her 100,100 tokens one time. So this bitch got tipped five grand anonymously do i need do i need to repeat that this bitch got tipped five thousand dollars anonymously so much potential even on her profile she has photo albums that you can tip her to unlock same with videos she's got her schedule she's got her ratings and reviews this is kick-ass. I really like this girl's profile. It looks like she got some professional photos done that are on her profile. This is a really, really high level of cam modeling. There are so many levels. There's a lot of guys who aren't interested in those kind of girls. A lot of guys are interested in the new cam models or the girls that come off as more real and relatable. I've had experiences with clients where I never even take my clothes off. I simply talk to them, mentor them, just sit and listen to them. Um, I had a guy who had cancer and just was unbearably sad about certain things, and we would just sit and talk, and I'd kind of help him with his mood and depression. And it can be very taxing on your energy. It takes a lot of physical and mental energy to really engage with your customers. So I still have a notepad where I feel like I was so smart for doing this. And if you're already this far into the podcast, thank you for being here because now we're going to get to some of the juicy stuff. I know I've been glamorizing this job of how easy it is and how much money you can make, but it's no fucking joke. It takes so much time. Sometimes you're sitting on cam for five hours, and you don't even make 10 tokens. It can be defeating. You want to quit almost every other time you start, but then it takes that one guy. It could be you camming for three weeks. All of a sudden, you meet this one guy. He's loaded, and for life, he comes on every time you get on and tips you a set amount, and it's like you just need... 10 of those guys over time, you know, customers, clients. And once you've built relationships with them, they will tip you for the rest of your fucking life. And you don't understand some of these guys on here. Like I feel like the spectrum is either broke or loaded. (laughs) So you just have to figure out how to navigate around the broke guys and harness in these guys with the tokens. So I made a notepad. It had a cute little cam calendar notepad and I would log these guys as usernames and what they liked what shows they liked things they knew about me that I could bring up and I had this organized alphabetically and it was so helpful because you know purple rocks 352 would come in and I knew that he was a sub that liked being called a slave I know his dad almost died that he loved my personality and he'd spoil me from my Amazon wishlist. So if he came in my room, I would say, hey, slave, you know, I would um, start promoting my Amazon wish list around the time he came in because I knew it would entice him to buy me something off of it. Little things like that, they don't take a lot of effort, but boy, do they help. And nowadays you could create like a freaking spreadsheet and easily do something similar. So I wanted to, I'm going to browse this little list I made and tell you guys about some of my uh, best and worst experiences cam modeling. I am going to cringe and possibly feel ashamed for what I've done, but looking back at how my bank account looked at that time, there was a lot I did for a large amount of money. So here we go. should i really do this fuck it fuck it okay let's see let's see let's see no i'm not starting with that Um, i love how many of these guys really enjoyed being called pathetic (laughs) okay this is good um Dizzy 52, he tipped small, but for dirty talk, I think he asked so many questions. I made it a point that he'd have to tip me 10 tokens for every question he asked because I'd be on Camelot and I'd just start talking and answering questions and I realized, no, I need to value my answers. Uh, Let's see. Scotty likes when I talk about squishing cockroaches and likes when I call him peaches. Um, Fraba 69 pays extra to cam to cam. He can come back to back. So cam to cam means you can see their webcam. A lot of the times, especially at the beginning, it would freak me the fuck out if I saw a guy's dick. Um, so you can turn that feature off, but there are a lot of guys who enjoy that. It's a kink for them. So you just have to have them tip extra if you look at their webcam. And a lot of times you can act like you're looking at it and not really look at it. Um, so yeah, there's that. Fresh Gordon five. He likes when I burp tips a lot in public chat likes when I tell him how hungry I am okay let's see so this guy really liked humiliation um he had a micro penis and I remember my friend and I we would do a private Skype with him and he would pay double to cam to cam so again he was paying $200 for 10 minutes of our time for both of us to Skype with him And he would literally put objects next to his penis, like his computer mouse or his remote, to show us, like, to emphasize how small his dick was. I can't believe I'm saying this. And we were getting paid to, like, laugh at him and shame him for his size, but that's what he enjoyed. And I don't shame him at all for that, like... Kudos to you for knowing what you like and finding a safe outlet to express it. But Lord have mercy, I remember he would log on and I'd be like, Bitch, let's get this guy on private. Because that took a whole lot less energy than having to get naked and masturbate, etc. Okay, it's John purchased a lot of panties for me. He likes humiliation, pays me to say his full name in public chat. I think that was kind of like a blackmail sort of thing. And he sends Venmo money randomly. Yeah. How nice is that to be camming and someone's just sending money to your Venmo account? Real nice. Nair91, um, likes to be called a small dick loser wow it's amazing how many tiny penis information is on this thing. he secretly takes it in the ass and likes you to remind him oh uh, okay moving on um a lot of it's like which toys they like um some, you know, role-playing scenarios. Oh, God, here's a role-playing scenario. So, oh, this is kind of weird, but whatever. Um, This one guy I did a show with, he liked the brother-sister role-play, so he would be the brother, and he would tell me the whole role-play before we started the show. He'd be like, I want you to be my sister. I'm going to walk in on you showering, and I want you to be shocked, but then, like, curious, And then he said, um, and at the, towards the end of the show, about a minute in, this is basically after we're quote unquote, having sex with each other virtually, he wants me to tell him to come inside me. And then he wants me to tell him after he comes inside me, well, what do I do if I get pregnant? And then his response would be, oh, well, let me suck the cum out of you so that doesn't happen. So we're doing this live show. I'm pretending to be his sister. Obviously, this is something you'd never do in real life. It's gross, but whatever. He's acting out his fantasy safely. And, um, you know, I'm masturbating, and I'm like, oh, yay, thanks, your, you know, brother, whatever, ugh. And I I have a brother, which makes this even more awkward, ugh. And so by the end of the chat, I'm like, okay, you know, are you gonna come in me, whatever. And, you know, he blows his load. Remember, this is virtual, we're talking screen to screen. (laughs) And then... I say the part where I'm like, you know, you have to suck the cum out of me. Oh, I can't believe I'm saying this. And oh my god. So I'm watching his screen, you know, I think I'm thinking he's just like going to you know, co- come come to completion. And he- little do I know, he's like coming into a cup and he's, you know, he says this thing, he's like, no, I'll, I'll get it out of you so you don't get pregnant, and he literally drinks his own cum out of his cup. You know how hard it was for me to, like, keep a straight face, and, and, like, no lie, it was just like any other role play show, you know, like, there's like mommy and son role play, like just like any porn you watch, you know, cousin, sister, whatever. And it was just like any other one where I'm just acting out, you know, I'm just like, oh, you know, I'm just masturbating how I would in any other private. But the fact that like he threw that in there at the end without warning. And after that show, there were multiple times where I realized okay, there are a lot of guys who drink their own cum and other liquids. And they enjoy women watching them do that. So again, tolerance here, you have to have a major consent and communication with your client before you engage in something like this, because that's intense, man. It's not for everybody. And then there's some people that are like, whatever, I can sit back and watch anyone do anything. So you have to navigate your boundaries day by day. Um... (sighs) <sighs> that was a weird one. Um, I had a guy who once asked me. I think one of my dogs like walked behind me during a live chat, and he was like, "Dude, I'd pay, I'd pay you a thousand dollars to do stuff with your dog." And uh, hard no, hard no. But you experience some fucking filth. I'm just saying. Um, moving on. Ooh, this one was a really funny one. Cleo. Um, I have like all his usernames here from Skype to Snapchat. So I knew he was the same guy on different platforms. He was a slave. He'd always beg me for more time and try to negotiate. And it was so hard for me because he was just such an easy customer. And I probably would have been fine with negotiating cheaper rates because he wasn't like needy like a lot of guys but I had to learn to be like no your time's up you have 30 seconds left and like fucking shut off the chat because once a guy knows they can take advantage of you they will just keep doing that um and he was really interesting because it wasn't until about six months into him being a regular of mine that he started realizing he liked cross-dressing and he would buy outfits on my Amazon wish list for me, and then he'd also buy them for himself. And he had, like, this alter ego that – like, a different name, like, a female name that I'd call him when he'd dress up. And I would sit there and just watch him get dressed, put on makeup, and we'd have, like – girl chat. And it was actually really fun and nice. And he was very nice and respectful. And then I'd watch him dance and his outfits. And he's paying the exact same rate, $50 for 10 minutes to do this. And it's, you know, it was just way more, it was just easier money than, dude, masturbating is just exhausting. Try orgasming like 10 times in one day under these conditions. It's a lot. Um, but this particular um, regular would, gosh, would do Skypes for like two hours at a time sometimes. So that was a lot of money. And certain days are just exhausting. And you're, you're just like okay with having um, one or two really great clients versus being on cam for six hours and just racking in tokens. So you just have to figure it out. But regulars are super important. So I definitely made note of like which guys like butt stuff because I am not, I'm not an anal queen. Like I'll get right to the point. I've tried almost everything to p one and it's just not me. So some guys are really into anal stuff, double penetration, and I would just make sure they knew or that I would make them think that, how do I say this? Like, if I were to show them the toys I had, I'd make sure to show them the smaller ones so that I wasn't being forced to shove something giant up my ass. Pretty much. Um, Little things like that. Oh, here's a good one. Hold on. Well, I might save that one for last. Okay. Vinyl. He likes to be called Daddy. makes me sit on Hitachi in private. So that was something new. I always just kind of placed my Hitachi on my clit. It's like a giant vibrating wand. It's the holy grail of vibrators. It's like a back massager. But he would tell me to sit on my knees, spread them wide, and put the Hitachi on the floor, like underneath me directly, and to really sit and press on the Hitachi. And it creates a lot more force. Versus just, like, holding it on you like you're sitting on it, basically. And I could orgasm a lot stronger that way. So it was interesting when you had more experienced clients kind of coaching you through your masturbation. You were like, ooh, like, that shit hit differently. (laughs) Oh, boy. And you can enjoy this. Fuck it. Like, live your best life okay moving on so there's a pee and poop fetish i never got to the poop stuff i just couldn't that's a hard no for me a lot of guys will pay a lot of money to watch you fucking take a shit a lot of guys will pay you a lot of money to like have you mail them your shit like shit gets weird (laughs) real quick (laughs) But I did have a guy that was really into pee, and I felt comfortable enough after many sessions with him doing uh, shower shows, I felt comfortable peeing while I was in the shower because I already do that anyways. And so, yeah, I have in here, I called him piss guy. I wrote, likes peeing in the tub. We'll pay extra if you step and pee. Tell him how much your bladder hurts. <laughs> Pee on clothes in the shower, Um, and I also have his address here because he has paid for panties that would have a little bit of pee in them, and I only did this because he would pay me $200 per pair of panties, and at that time, I was probably sending him a pair every week, so he was covering my um, electric bill at that point, probably. And I'm not ashamed of it. Like, pee is just fucking pee. Like, we all pee. I don't, like, th- to me, that's just something that doesn't gross me out. I'm not sexual in bed with pee. I've never had someone pee on me. But there are a lot of guys who are into that. Um, so, come at me, bro. I'll pee on you. <laughs> okay, so I wanted to save this one for last. Trash man. Trash man um will tip me for pics of pictures of my trash, always talks about how he likes to come on my trash, asks me what kinds of trash bags I use and asks how I take the trash out, likes to be degraded. So this particular guy I would have private sessions with and we would like dig through my trash, I'd throw it around, sometimes I'd open the fridge and like squeeze out ketchup bottles into the trash. Um, at one point he did pay me to, um, mail him trash. Again, easy client. Let me see. I think I have his email. Okay. Oh my God. (laughs) I found it. Okay. So He paid me $50 plus shipping for the trash, because shipping was a lot. Um, But this is what the email says when he was telling me how to prep the trash. He says, Yes, you will be laughing as I am being crushed in your garbage in the back of your garbage truck. Here is how to send stinky garbage, lol. You will need five garbage bags, packing tape, and a good strong box. One or number one, (laughs) open trash bag and line the can. Number two, sorry, number two, open another bag and stick inside the bag already in can. So now it's doubled. Repeat this until all five bags are lined, are lining cans, so you have five bags in the can. Number 3, the fun part, filling the bag, clean your fridge, etc. Dump all the spoiled waste you want in the bag. Hint: empty all containers like cans, bottles, cartons, etc. into the bag, then discard those containers in a different bag. Containers just take up room and add weight, so no need to add them. We are going for gross factor here, the nastier the better. Also, avoid sharp o- objects. Plasticware, toothpicks, etc. that could pierce the bag. Wink (laughs) face. Number four, after you've filled the bag with ever-disgusting, nasty thing you can think of, um, now it's time to package it. Tie the first liner shut, then the second, the third, the fourth, and the fifth. Do each separately as you go and tie each one tight. When you're done, your bag should be sealed nicely inside the five bags. The process of bagging traps smell from escaping as well as leakage. Thumbs up, thumbs up, heart face. Number five, place bag in a box and tape very well. Also, tape all seams of the box completely top, bottom, and sides. This is extra protection from any scent escaping. Number six, send to your slave. Thank you, moi, Brian. So obviously, there was a lot of steps into this. I thought this email was hilarious. I remember screenshotting it and sending it to my friend and being like, look what I'm doing tonight for work. (laughs) And, um, you know, I think he paid me $40 just for the shipping because it's very extravagant. And there are a lot of guys... This just reminds me of the requests people would have as far as private shows and what you should wear and it I learned you always had to charge extra for any request because you don't want to waste all your time and energy when you could be using it elsewhere on sessions that are just a lot less energy wasting and easier. <sighs> So yeah, those were like my most rememberable experiences. Um, There is a very dark side to camming. There are a lot of underground websites that will record your live stream and will sell it on on the internet to other websites. That's why when you go on Pornhub, you probably see videos that look like webcam models and people are basically screen recording and then uploading them to Pornhub. So there are legal rights that you have with certain websites that when you sign up, you agree to that they have the rights to all your content. And all you have to do is contact Pornhub. And I believe it's called a DMCA takedown notice. And you basically tell them, hey, this is me. Here's my ID. I didn't, um, consent to this video being posted here, and they take it down. And it usually works 90% of the time. But there are websites that are in different countries where it is nearly impossible to get those videos down. To this day, I'm sure there's content of me out there. But at this point, like, I'm not going to lose my job if anything ever got out. But it's a huge risk you have to take. If you are doing this, you're basically... A porn star, and not, I don't want to say that, but you know what I'm trying to say? Like, you're basically allowing the internet to see those parts of you unless you do this in a way where you just build a few weekly clients and that you trust and do Skype shows with them so you can get away from the live chats. Some websites don't allow you to do outside shows if you are publicly promoting your Skype rates, the site might close your account because they only want you to do private shows through through their website because they take a cut of your money. But it's ideal in a perfect world to do these shows privately so that you get all the cash. But do your taxes, ladies. Make your money legally. Um, but I did save a chat just for my records if I ever needed to legally... Do something about this. Um, basically, someone tried to blackmail me. They screen recorded content and in public chat, they were like, flex for me. And I was like, no, you're not tipping. And he was like, I'll send this video to X, Y, and Z if you don't. So he was basically forcing me to do things in public chat in exchange for not releasing. Uh, footage of me and it was really sad because I was in public chat and I was flexing my arms doing what he told me and I was crying the whole time I did it and the even more fucked up thing is that people were tipping once I started crying I don't know if they felt sympathy for me or if they enjoyed it but it's still like I don't want to get emotional, but, like, thinking that I let another guy have that much control of me is really fucked up. And if I went back and did it again, I'd be like, fuck you. I don't care. You send that to, like, now I have a lot more confidence about it. But at that time, I was really scared, and I didn't want anybody to know, like, this secret part of my life. Um, There's a show on Netflix a movie. It's called Cam. It's on Netflix. It's, um, an hour and 35 minutes. It's got, what's that actress's name? One of the girls from Handmaid's Tale in it who had like one eye. It's a really great movie. Um, it starts really glamorous, Showing you the cam life, and it gets really dark quickly when her identity is taken. So I highly suggest watching that. It might scare you from camming, <laughs> but it's just really interesting. There are so many different avenues of ways you can go from camming. Like I mentioned previously, uh, I ended up once I started making, once I started making more money. With my e commerce businesses, I stopped camming because the time I was putting in with my websites, I was getting more money out of than the camming. Even though the camming money was great, it was very high and low, like hit or miss, and it wasn't consistent. So once I started getting enough orders, like y'all, I remember I would be packaging up orders on live stream, I would be working two jobs at once. And I realized, okay, this is enough. Like, I'm tired of waking up and having to put on makeup every day and have this fake personality and put up with these shitty guys and my clit. Like, I c- couldn't even feel my clit for days sometimes because it would be zapped so much. So there was a lot of of things that I had, like, I had to exchange for my happiness, in a sense. So I would pretty much stopped camming. Maybe I had, like, a few clients a week that would – reach out and email me for set shows. And that would just be like, cool, extra a few hundred bucks a week to like, you know, to have some fun money. Um, But it really opened the door to selling my used items because I was already selling stuff on the internet. I, you know, while I was listing products for my website, I could also be listing my panties on another website. So I started doing that and I sold a pair of panties basically every day of the week you know, seven pairs of panties times that by $50, $350 a week I'd be making um, off that little side hustle. So, you know, nowadays there are a lot of different platforms besides camming. I mean, even our first episode where I spoke to a virtual dominatrix, you know, she just used Twitter to find clients to Dominate and blackmail, and half the time never showed her body. So, you just have to figure out what works for you. This was one of the most colorful times of my life. It was one of the darkest times of my life, but all in all, it's still a part of me, a huge puzzle piece in my journey of being a successful slutripreneur, proud of my career proud of where I came from, people who want success easy, they don't see the long road of struggle it takes, and this was definitely part of my struggle, but like I mentioned in the beginning, it taught me invaluable lessons, but it was through many failures and losing money and giving too much of myself to people for me to learn what my worth was. I could have not learned what my worth was without going through what I went through. So if you are going through a hard time, and you're not sure what left or right is or straight, no one's going to figure it out but you. You might want to email me after this episode and ask me which way to go, but no one is going to take that step for you. I could tell you which way to go, but ultimately you need to fall down so that you can get back up. In five, ten years from now, you're going to be telling someone how you fell down and how you got back up. So that's what this episode was about. Um, Webcam modeling. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I don't know how to end this. I'm in shock (laughs) at what I've said. When I talk about this stuff with my girlfriends, it's like the most interesting and fun thing for me to talk about. And it's just such a taboo thing in our society. It's like instant shame, light switch turns on. Like I know I have to instantly put my guard up because it's so morally wrong for certain people to even think about. And a lot of that has to do with, like, their religion or how they grew up and what they deem is acceptable. But you know what? That's on them. Their opinion is on them. Whoever has an opinion about me that's negative, that's everything that reflects them and has nothing to do with me. So I also want to say if you are participating in any sex work, please remember that. And keep shining. Keep stacking your money Use that money and invest it in bigger and better things. Or hey, if you want to run a business and be a slut at the same time, go for it. Prove this whole fucking world wrong because that's what this world needs more of. All right, we're done here. (laughs) I love you. Have a great rest of the week and I will be back soon, I promise. All right, bye guys.